everybody. Welcome to Wednesday, November 3rd. Can't tell if my camera's not quite uh, registering there, if it's a little fuzzy or whatever. How the hell is everybody doing today? Tyler, how are you? Uh, I am fantastic. Today is my birthday. Happy birthday to you. What are you, 25 today? Um, well, they say you're only as old as the women you feel. So today I am 76. <laughs> oh, we got a lot of things to talk about today as we celebrate Tyler's birthday. Everybody in the uh, Twitch chat, uh, Rufus already over there. Kay Scholl, hello. How's everybody doing? You guys are more than welcome to keep the conversation going with a lot of the things that we'll be talking about. Somebody went and put together a huge video of essentially just kind of showing how in-depth Red Dead Redemption 2 is in regards to the, the detail of some of the things they put in there. Uh, Skyrim apparently still popular. Not surprising at all because it's a great game. Uh, we still have microchip shortages, which have been an issue. we got lots of China things that we're going to be talking about. HBO Max, got some updates on that. Sports news, the big news that dropped today, obviously Aaron Rodgers got the Rona. And it was very confusing because he had said that he was um, immunized in a tweet. I think it was during the summer. And then come to find out, he actually does not have the um, COVID vaccine. So he's now going to be eligible. I think that the first day that he'll be eligible is going to be a week from this Saturday. So that'll be on the 13th. Got a Henry Ruggs update. That's a horrible story. Good God. World Series. It's over. Congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. We're going to introduce you guys to uh, five fast questions. And also, what's a cool fact other people should know? Like, what's something that you think people people need to be aware of? So we get to all this stuff today. The first topic we're going to get to is what video game have you sunk the most hours in? And we, we touched on this briefly before. Because I had talked about the amount of hours that I put in, uh, like in Spider-Man 2, back when that came out. That would have been, what, 2003, maybe? I think would have been that when that one came out. Oops, it would help if I typed in video game while I'm looking it up. Yeah, 2002, right there. But if I want to go way back in the day, man. And I mean way back in the day. We, t we discussed this a little bit when it came to the all those, those PC games that we had when I was a kid. You know, at 4th and Inches, Mean 18, the golf game. We eventually found uh, old footage, or probably current footage, of Ultima Underworld. Um... But if you want to go back to the Nintendo days, man, for me, I think the one that I probably spent the most time playing was Baseball Simulator 1000. Because, you know, I was a baseball kid. I created my own team. You remember back in the day when you would create a team or something and it was very limited characters, so you had to figure out how you're going to abbreviate somebody's name? Remember that, Tyler? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, there's, you came up with some interesting abbreviations. Yeah, because I would set a lineup, you know, with the team that I was on at the time. 
And I don't remember exactly how many characters you had available. Let me look that up here really quick. Because it was... I, th- I want to say it was like five or something like that. Yeah, it was super short. And it was one of those games, too. It was a baseball game where the players could have special abilities. And the, some of the special abilities were just insane. I mean, you could you could ramp somebody's speed up to the point. If you were to bunt it, you could get a home run, essentially. Um, and that wasn't even one of the special powers. That was just when you created a different character or you adjusted their stats, you could put their speed through the roof. Um, there were some of the pitches that they had that were just unhittable. Um, <laughs> Tyler put "Wow" over in the uh, over in the Twitch chat, but he's talking about World of Warcraft. Wow, not "Wow" as in "Wow." Rufus says, "I have about 170 hours into New World. Came out on September 27th. That's a big game that you guys play, right, Tyler? It surely is. And we have some stories about that. Maybe we'll bring that up uh, if we get a chance here." Because didn't you say it was that there were some glitches in New World? Oh, yeah. The stories about New World right now are mostly not positive. <laughs> uh, Padilla says most hours. Age of Empires, 240 hours. Squad, 280 hours. Halo 3, 489 hours multiplayer. Do you just have that off the top of your head? The exact I, amount of hours? I mean, that was a pretty quick answer. Yeah. On all three. Ramirez says most hours is probably Madden over the years. I think that that would probably be one for me as well because I talked about how. Um, oh snap! That's the one thing we didn't uh, we didn't actually. So we tried to stream last night. Internet sucked. The whole thing was you know, I'm to the point where I'm trying to get things going. I can hear Tyler and I can hear Twitchy Twist as we're getting ready to play Wildermyth, and I just hear them going. I can't hear him. Can you hear him? I can't hear him. And I got frustrated. I know where you hear just me go, fuck this, I ain't doing it. And then I hear Tyler go, oh, I heard that. <laughs> so apparently that one went through. Oh, Padilla says it's on his Steam profile. And then Halo 3 has the amount of hours played on the Xbox. But yeah, Madden was a big one, man. I remember... Oh, jeez. Um, obviously, where I played with my buddy back in the day, we played on uh, Madden 92. And then I shared with... Uh, Tyler and Twitchy Twist last night, the ambulance scene that occurs in Madden 92 and a player gets hurt. And we played this game for hours. So it was my buddy Greg. He was two years older than me. So when I was a freshman, he was a junior. When I was a sophomore, he was a senior. And he was my ride to school. He lived like five houses down. Oh, he lived right next door to that cop that freaked out uh, when we were playing Capture the Flag. If you remember that story from a previous broadcast. So we would get home from school and he and I would immediately go jump and play Madden 92. And I remember randomly a thing pops up on the screen and it says number seven was injured. And a goddamn ambulance drives onto the field and it runs the players over. So if you want to see this, I've put it in my Discord. You can find my Discord. It's at The Real Brandalorian. And you can go to the video games channel, and you'll see right there exactly what I'm talking about. It blew our minds because we had played that game so many hours, and we had never seen it. And I think we saw it, it was either just the once or maybe another time. And that's how rare it was with the amount of it that we played that game. 
Rufus says that he has a friend that has over 1,500 hours into Warframe. I take it this friend does not have the uh, largest of social lives. I think if you were to combine all of the Halo that I played, I think that that was a pretty significant portion as well. What about you, Tyler? If you if you, there's one game, was it World of Warcraft? And like, it's not even close. Yeah, well, I've been playing that game since college, so you've played over the years. That, that those hours stack up. It just accumulates and accumulates and accumulates. Yeah, I mean, I haven't played it in like a year, but over that course of that time, yeah. So, Baseball Simulator 1000. The one thing I was trying to look up here is to see how their names, how many spaces you had for the names. Yeah, it was. Four. You had four total spaces to put a name in there. I don't even remember what I put in for mine. That game was nuts, though. And I and I would do my own stats. And what's interesting is, because remember back in the day, a lot of these games didn't have season modes or anything like that. This one did. This one kept track, and this one would save your season. I was watching a bunch of stuff on Mother Love Bone. That's the band that was kind of supposed to be the big grunge band. Um, and, it's, and eventually they turned into Pearl Jam uh, because unfortunately, um, Andrew Wood, the lead singer, he passed away of an overdose. I think it was about three months before their album dropped. And they were going to be that first big grunge band. And I guess Andrew Wood was obsessed with it might have been Madden at the time, because I think this would have been like 1990. And he, while they were on the road, he would travel with, like, I think it was his Nintendo. And he kept all the stats. Everybody had their own team. Sometimes it was him just playing uh, a computer to get through the game. And he kept, it was, I mean, he had a full thing going there, man. Oh, Tyler just shared the... Uh, the ambulance video in the Twitch chat there. So if you're tuning into the podcast version of this and you want to wonder how you can get involved while we're on live, when we don't have internet issues, uh, Mondays and Wednesdays at noon mountain time. That's when we jump onto Twitch. You can find me at The Real Brandalorian. Now, if you're here on Twitch and you're like, well, what's this podcast you speak of? That's basically just the audio of this uploaded as a podcast. And if you maybe miss something or you want to be able to download it and go check it out later, the podcast version is uh, called... Inside the Misunderstood Imagination and Nonsensical Deliberations of Brandon Coates. So you can check that out if you like. They apparently... I didn't even realize this. Baseball Simulator 1000. They had one version for the NES. And then they had another version for the Super Nintendo as well. Man, I'd love to play this game. So what would you say is your second thing, Tyler? I Take World of Warcraft out of the mix. So, Total Warhammer 2 and Crusader Kings 2 are kind of tied. Is it even close to World of Warcraft, or is that like just no. so far out in front of everything else? I mean, no. There's just no way. How many characters have you created I was over, never big through the whole lifespan? Through, or is oh, it just the whole lifespan? I was never big at... Well, I've created several characters, but I was never big on alts. I usually like to focus on one guy, but I did have several. So... Let's see here. Uh, I had a priest, 
Undead Priest, a Tauren Paladin, a Tauren Warrior. And those were my big three. Also a Troll Priest, like, right when it launched. Oh, also a Tauren Shaman, so five. Dang, <laughs> I had more characters than I thought. Oh, there you go. So this question came from Reddit. In case you can't know this, Reddit pretty much supplies me most of the material. That and Tyler for, for the show. Um, in the top one here is somebody said that they've been playing uh, The Sims since they learned to read. So probably that. I could see a lot of people. See, but the one thing I take out of the mix are mobile games. Like Clash of Clans and things like that. I mean, I've been playing... Um, I don't think it's Clash of Clans, but what's the PvP one? Clash Royale. I've been playing that one since that was released. Somebody here says Minecraft. What's the what's the deal with Minecraft? Am I old? Is like is it just show my age? Like does my old start showing when uh, I don't understand Minecraft? No, nah, I don't think it's an age thing. It's uh. It's a simpler game, but it can be very relaxing. Also, you can let out your creative outlet. Oh, okay. I'm cool with that. There's also, I mean, there's a story mode in it, kind of. Mm -hmm. And there's speedrunning is super popular in it. You can make your own, like, uh, puzzles and stuff that other people can play. Okay. I can get behind that. I'm cool with that. Yeah, Padilla says it's a very calming game. Yeah, for sure. You can play it with your kids. Ramirez says, I used to play Clash Royale since its release. Only put in two years and stopped. I logged in like two months ago, and wow, there are crazier cards. Yeah, dude. That's one. And I, I'm in some group. I don't know. Like, I'm in a clan. I don't know who anybody is, but I've been in it since, I think, just about the beginning. It's a fun game. It's one of those ones I enjoy. I tried doing They had a Star Wars version of that PvP. Did you ever download that one? can't remember what it was called, but it was... Not good. Force Arena, I think, here. I don't and really was... do mobile gaming. I, I agree that mobile gaming is blasphemy. Oh. Blasphemy, you say? Wow, I'm quoting uh, chat here. <laughs> um, yeah, it was... Uh, it, it's Essentially, it's one of those tower defense games where you have, like, three towers... And it's just a, they they were trying to essentially bank on the, the Star Wars name, and they, I guess they were just hoping that people would people would hop on that train. And I tried it, and I was like, okay, this kind of sucks. I don't want to do this anymore. So if you guys want to throughout the show today, you guys are more than welcome to jump into the Twitch chat and let us know what the game that you have sunk the most hours into. I was trying to rack my brain to see if there was anything else that I missed. Um, I know that back in the day, uh, my friends and I, we played a lot of... Grand Theft Auto, obviously, you'd put in the cheat codes, and then we would just, you know, hang out, get drunk, and blow stuff up. Um, oh, SSX Tricky, the snowboarding game. Oh, amazing. Um, God, what was the other one? I remember Tony Hawk, one of the Tony Hawks, and I remember we had gone to a party. We ended up back at my buddy's house. Not a single person was sober. And somehow, I had a friend of mine, he did a trick that lasted the entire round. Like, you know that if you would do certain things, it would connect each move. 
And and after like a minute and a half, everybody in the room kind of starts looking at each other. And we were like, is this combo going to be broken? And it, it didn't. It was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Excuse me. I'm, I'm choking on my matcha. Did you ever get into the Tony Hawk games, Tyler? I think I played one, but nah, it wasn't really my thing. Although, I mean, it was a fun game. Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was a good game. I think I learned more about skateboarding than I ever thought that I possibly could by yeah. hopping in uh, by hopping into that game. So again, if you guys want to over in the Twitch chat, you guys can tell us what games you played the most of, um, and then. If you're on the podcast and you want to, you know, shoot me a message, you can do that over on Instagram at the Real Brandalorian, or you can also find me over on Discord at the Real Brandalorian. We got separate channels over there that are always open up for discussion. But on that note, let's get into today's news. And kicking off the news today, Red Dead Redemption Two. Time-lapse video shows 120 hours of new Austin. Now, the video itself is not 120 hours, correct? No, it's only three minutes. So it's all sped up. Yeah. Tyler sat and watched it. And what did you, what did you, uh, what were your comments on it? So this, it's just gorgeous. Like, it's just a, it's a time-lapse video, right? So it's just the scenery. But you can see, like, the train and the bottom going past every couple hours. And the sky, the clouds, the weather, the stars, it, and it's so realistic. It's just, it's gorgeous, man. Like, this is this is where video games become art. God, yeah, in case anybody who's uh, watching right now, you heard that sound right there. It's because I, I have the video playing. And it's just, it's kind of, it's almost like somebody would have a drone flying over. And, man, it is. You're right. I mean, it, it looks legit. It doesn't look like a video game. No. It looks like an honest-to-God, real-life shot. I put a link in uh, the Discord. I'll put it in chat here, too. This is going to... Uh, I think tomorrow I might have to play... We might have to put Wildermyth on hold, because I'm thinking tomorrow I might have to play some uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 to get back into that. Because, unfortunately, I think we're pretty close to losing Arthur Morgan, because it's gotten to the point where he actually passed out, had to go to the doctor, and the doctor told him he's got the... Got the tuberculosis. So unfortunately, that's that's how that game's going to end. Spoiler alert. Next story here. Uh, Skyrim board game includes prequel story. Skyrim is a game that I played a lot of. I played it on the 360. And, and man, I'm one of those guys. I get sucked into the side missions. Tyler, do you stick to the main storyline or do you go do the oh. side stuff? Yeah, no, you got to do the side missions. But do you do the side stuff to the point that you, you're moving so ridiculously slow through the game, you're wondering if you're ever going to finish it? <laughs> well, it really depends on the game. Usually I do side missions until I'm so powerful that the main story is just like a cakewalk. That's actually a good idea. I try to do that, and then I get distracted by other things. So my attention span's not very good when it comes to video games. Um, same thing goes, one, another game, now that I'm thinking about it, another game that I played the hell out of was the original Batman Arkham Asylum. I, that might be one of my favorite games. It's top three. Did you ever get to play that one? I didn't play the original, but I played, I think, the third one. Oh, God. The, the first one, it was so good. So good. And the other ones are decent. 
But man, that first one was just absolutely amazing. Uh, let me see here. After Skyrim Anniversary Edition was announced, many fans were sharing a memified version of a classic quotation saying, and Todd Howard wept, seeing as he had no more places to port Skyrim. But it seems that Bethesda found one more place for the beloved RPG to live to live on in a tabletop board game that was announced earlier today, and this story was from uh, looks like it was from yesterday. Is that a game you'd be interested in, playing the uh, tabletop board game? Oh, yeah, man. So, did you read the whole story? Um, like it's no, because I've been dealing with really crappy internet yeah. issues. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they're, I mean, they're talking about it's a prequel. You get to, like, the Dragonborn is an NPC in the game, in the board game. So, you actually get to meet what, I guess, their version of the Dragonborn would be. You also get to meet some of the NPCs that you would meet in the game, like much younger. So okay. it looks. I'm if cool we can get, that. yeah, we can get some people to play this game. I will definitely. And it launches on November 11th. I think we might have to. Uh... Well, that's the anniversary edition, right? Is the tabletop on the same day? Uh oh yeah, you're right. That is the anniversary edition. And when does it launch? I don't think it says. Well, whenever it does, we're going to have to go out to Military Gamer Supply and throw it down. It's a, I think it's a board game. I'm replying to chat here. I don't know if it's supposed to Yeah, it says to, here, no. it says that it says yeah. um, it's going to live on in a tabletop board game. So I'm I'm thinking, they're, they've been coming out with a lot of board games that have, they're like very like D&D, kind of like Wildermyth, where it has the story yeah. and everything, and they're, and the game itself is like the DM, so you just read the passages, but you okay. actually play, and then the the monsters or whatever act according to their abilities and whatever. So, It says here, the first campaign that players will experience is a story set 25 years before the events of Skyrim's main quest. Players can expect to run into several familiar faces from the original game, but they'll be much younger due to the prequel nature of the story. The second campaign starts just before the Dragonborn is discovered and ends after they've arrived, meaning that players will be viewing the events of the game in a new perspective as the Dragonborn is an NPC in Skyrim, the adventure game. That's what it's called, Skyrim, the adventure game. I wonder if we look somewhere else. We can find out the release date. Um, it, it, this is showing here as well, November 11th says it goes up for pre-order. Uh, Loose Women in the Twitch chat asks, is Strong Note like Strong Block? No, they're actually two completely different things. If anybody is interested in Strong Note or Original Gamer Life, we certainly have the places to, to point you in that direction. Um... Oh, Tyler's. So you officially switched to Opera GX? That was a browser we were looking at yes. last night when I was having my internet issues. And we were trying to figure out how in the world are we going to be able to to get this stream going? And it, there's um, there's an actual browser designed for gaming. So are, have you are you doing all of it at this point? Yeah. So apparently, and I don't know. I just started. I just switched last night. So apparently, what it does is I watch a lot of like I watch Twitch when I'm gaming. And I'll have it in a separate window. 
So what it does is it, it pri prioritizes your game for uh, your memory and bandwidth and all that stuff so that the browser doesn't sap that away from you. Aha! So like, there's, a, there's a spike in your game, you won't experience lag, apparently. I also just saw that I actually have to move some of my logos around here. I didn't see who just followed us, but whoever did, thank you. I appreciate that. Because my, my logos were covering that up. So let me adjust that here real quick. Swap the old strong node and the uh, original gamer life. Captain Hammer says, uh, it's a board game, but it seems like things change as you play. It evolves like a campaign. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, like Gloom. I've played Gloomhaven, so I'm thinking that's kind of like what this is going to be. It says here the tabletop experience is for one to four players. Oh, how sad is it if you're just playing as one? Um, they were <laughs> who are cooperatively in session sessions that last between ninety and one hundred and twenty minutes. Ooh, and they got a picture here on this Polygon article over at Polygon.com of what it's going to look like. Tyler and I were also talking last night how I'm how I'm going to try to get rid of being a goddamn vampire in Skyrim because I made that mistake. Now it's like, oh, look, the sun's out. You basically can't do anything. It's hot garbage, man. Hot garbage. Next story. Oh, thought, oh, go ahead. I think I, under, I misunderstood. I thought you wanted to be a vampire again. I thought you were a vampire, got rid of it, and then... No, I want to get, I wanna get rid of it. <laughs> Did you have the... All right. Well, we can talk about that later. Sorry. We'll discuss. Yes, we'll we'll figure yeah. that out. Maybe tomorrow, if I if I hop on and play some Red Dead Redemption, or maybe even play some Skyrim tomorrow, we'll get all that crap figured out. Uh, next story here is we have um, a link. Uh, Tyler sent this about the Xbox games for uh, gold here, in November of 2021. You've got Kingdom, Lego Batman Two. I have to sneeze. God damn it! Lost it. Kingdom Two Crowns. It's going to be available November 16th to December 15th. <clears throat> Rocket Knight. That's going to be available November 1st through the 15th. Lego Batman 2 DC Superhero is going to be available November 16th through the 30th. So if you are a gold member on Xbox, those are the games that you're going to get this month. And we have more microchip shortage news because this is the fun stuff about video games. Nintendo is reportedly making 20% fewer Switches due to the chip shortage. I remember trying to find a Nintendo Switch right when COVID hit around March. And I remember that they were basically nowhere. Ooh, good question, Tyler. And there's asking that if you become a werewolf... In Skyrim, does it replace being a vampire? Because that would be a solid way to get rid of it, right? Like, seriously, like, oh, you could turn into this demon when you're a vampire. Oh, the demon sucks. It's not enjoyable at all. But anyway, yeah, so you gotta... Go ahead. Werewolf is better than the vampire big time. So... And there are mods. Oh, you play on Xbox, right? Well, there yeah. might, there's still mods on Xbox. But there are mods to make the werewolf even better. So we have 20% fewer switches. And like this is the kind of stuff, like if you're planning on getting somebody like this or if you want something like this for Christmas, this is going to be a tough year to get any of these things. As this microchip shortage is just... It's a night... I mean, it shows you how reliant we are on technology and microchips. I mean, look at the car industry, look at the video game industry, everything. It just seems to be 
taken a massive dip. The Switch has seen a 37% decline in sales this September when compared to the same period last year. Demand for the Switch rapidly increased during uh, the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic as people looked for ways to keep busy while staying home. That was the whole reason I got it. Because remember when COVID first hit, you're not allowed to leave the house. So I was trying yeah, to think I... of what would be the best game system console for my family. And I we ended up with a Wii U. Yeah. <laughs> That's not terrible, but yeah, I, I picked my Switch up right before the pandemic was announced. But everybody at work, was, they were all the ladies were looking for Switches, and I was like, mm-hmm. got mine. Yep. Bitches should've, get maybe Switches. I <laughs> could have offered to sell mine to them, maybe. I don't know. Upcharge that bidding like, more times three. Thankfully, we, got a, right. we did get a Switch last year. My mom hooked us up. She bought one for the family last year, so uh, we have that. We need to get more games, man. Like, it's something that's kind of a battle between my wife and I but not really um because I do agree with her like you know especially as a child sitting indoors for hours on end playing video games probably not the best thing you do want to at least get outside a little bit but I don't think that she understands the benefits of video games either so that's one of those things that we're trying to figure out with our kid and I'm trying to find games that my kid likes she enjoys Mario Party um but she's in that phase where she doesn't even want to risk losing. So it's, well, we'll just play for fun. There doesn't need to be a winner. Well, there does. Because in life, there's going to be times where you win and there's going to be times where you lose and you need to be able to do both graciously. So shut up and we're playing Mario Kart. Get ready for this blue shell. She's gotten good at Mario Kart, though. I'm impressed. All right, what was the next story here that we had to do with... Oh, the wall start restocking PS5 and consoles... Uh, it pretty much all sold out within just, I don't say minutes, but it's pretty quick. Right, Tyler? What's that? Sorry, I was in chat. The um, Xbox, PlayStation, restock. Like, they're already gone. Yeah, they're gone. I'm curious if anyone actually picked one up. Yeah, so if anybody here who's watching, if you were able to pick up a PS5 or an Xbox, let us know, man, because those things went fast. It says here that now it's entirely possible that Walmart will run into similar issues that it did with the November 1st restock, and so fans should keep in, keep that in mind. It's also possible that Walmart will have multiple phases of stock available, so fans should be mindful of that as well. Man, this year's going to be crazy when it comes to trying to get your hands on a console, man. I think we have one more gamer story here. No, we actually have a couple more. So this one I, I wanted to do just because Tyler got really excited about this dude's name yesterday. <laughs> I just love the, the, the headline, story. The headline says Bowser faces 10 years in jail, $4.5 million in damages in Nintendo piracy case. The fact that the dude's name is Bowser. So it's a, it says here, Team Executor member Gary Bowser pled guilty to trafficking in circumvention devi- uh, devices A.K.A. selling custom firmware that enabled uh, piracy. Is there anything else to this story that uh, we really need to do a deep dive on? Or was it just that the fact that the guy's name is Bowser? I mean, that's the best part of the story. But (laughs) but it also also highlights that Nintendo, they are penny pitchers, man. They will go after you. Because essentially what this guy did was he made a... um, What are they called? Emulator, right? 
Okay. So you can basically you can play games for free. Pirates, piracy, yeah. right? <laughs> but they so Nintendo's fix to emulators is that terrible fifty dollar a month upgraded membership that the one that the we reported on. Yeah. yeah, the one that we reported on the past past week. Right. So this guy probably made a good one for free, but Nintendo's like, well, we can't have that. God. So this wasn't like he had boxes and boxes of these. And he was selling them for a gigantic profit, right? Uh, I'm not. Let's see here. He earned $320,000 from running MaxConsole.com and collecting advertising re- revenue. So he did. It wasn't. He wasn't selling them, but he was getting ads. Hmm. I mean, that's not a small chunk of change, but man, he's looking no. at the ten years in jail and four and a half million dollars. Million dollars. And our final gamer story, uh, the Chinese version of Fortnite is shutting down in mid-November. we got a lot of China stories here for you today. It says here, Epic Games, the developer behind Fortnite, is shutting down the Battle Royale in China coming up in mid-November. And it says that it reveals that the test of the game has to come to an end. The post says users will no longer be able to sign up or download Fortnite starting Monday. And then on November 15th, Epic Games will shut down Fortnite servers completely and bar users from logging in. The notice thanks players for boarding the bus and participating in the game. Epic didn't provide any additional information on why it decided to close out the game. However, it may have something to do with China's new gaming restrictions for kids. Sit back and think about this one. As of August... Children under the age of 18 can only play video games for three hours per week. State-backed media also referred to online games as spiritual opium, further highlighting China's skepticism towards gaming. Spiritual opium. I like that. Padilla in the Twitch chat says, Epic Games is spyware. Is there any proof behind that, or are you just making shit up again? The story goes on to say that this is nothing new. China banned kids from gaming between 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. in 2019, and also limited children's screen time to 90 minutes on weekdays. Chinese technology giant Tencent even launched a facial recognition system that catches kids gaming past curfew. China's new three-hour rule means that the country's restrictions are only getting tighter. And Padilla says in the Twitch chat that Epic Games is Chinese-owned. Okay. So you're assuming it's spyware? You're making the leap? I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. But the one thing that you need to do is if you're just going to blurt shit out, have some information back behind it. And their roof Uh, is... They own... uh, I think like 40% of the company. Who does? Tencent? Uh, like all of the Chinese companies. It says here Tencent is Chinese spyware. So yeah, it's a good possibility. Just be careful with what you're blurting out there, Padilla. You're kind of notorious yeah. for making claims that <laughs> aren't based in fact. Uh, yeah, Tencent also owns TikTok. So if you have your kids on TikTok. Do they still own it? I thought that it, I thought an American company they, bought it. They were supposed to buy the American version. I don't know if that went through or not. Let me look that up. 
So moving on to another story about China here. Had this one pop up yesterday. Shanghai Disneyland locks 30,000 guests in park after positive COVID case. Okay, Sunday's- so... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, update. The White House has confirmed to LA Times that the executive order signed by Donald Trump will only affect WeChat, the service owned by Tencent. This will not affect any of Tencent's other dealings. TikTok still remains a casualty of this executive order uh, as its owner owned by ByteDance. So, wait, that's got to be an old story. Hold on. <laughs> Let me come back to you. <laughs> so, yeah, so they locked the 30,000 plus guests in the park. So it says here, Shanghai Disneyland locked over 30,000 guests inside the park after a Saturday attendee either later tested positive for COVID-19 or came into contact with someone who had it. For hours, Chinese government officials kept visitors within the confines of the park while testing every single individual for coronavirus. The Disney parks took a serious hit during the coronavirus pandemic, and only now are they beginning to recoup their losses. See, look, I would be cool if I'm in the park and you want to lock me in, just allow me to do stuff. You know, like, don't make me just sit there. Like, if I can go ride the rides and all that other stuff. And it was funny because we were kind of talking, like, we're going to get into some other things here. We're talking about, like, Coco, um, the Disney Pixar film over in China. We're going to talk about that. Because there's certain things that, based on the culture of where Disney has placed a park, they've needed to adjust. Like, one of the big issues they ran into with Euro Disney was A, the term Euro was not something that they were fans of over there, so eventually it became Disneyland Paris. And the big selling point with the castle, it was kind of like, we're in Europe. Like, we have the real deal here. Like, these real castles. Why do we want your fake stuff? And then overseas, over in Asia, I think it's, I think it's, um, hold on. They're not able to have, they're, um, Phantom Manor, no, that's not it. It's it's instead of the haunted house. Because there's certain aspects of that. Mystic Manor is actually what it's called. And that's over in Hong Kong Disneyland. Because it has to do with the ghosts and stuff like that. And obviously that's the major selling point to the Haunted Mansion. You got 999 ghosts and there's always room for one more. But when you look over at the, uh, um, over in Hong Kong Disneyland, that's not something that they're cool with. So they went with Mystic Manor, where it's more about magic and things like that. So, of course, Padilla has sent us a link to Reddit, Epic Game Store, Spyware, Tracking, and You. I mean, I don't have the time to go through all this stuff. But see, here's the one, and here's the one problem is that just by posting this stuff, just because somebody wrote it doesn't mean it, it's real. Again, I'm not saying it's not, but we got to be very careful about what we just blurt out as a fact. So they eventually let all the people out of the park. China has, it's following a zero COVID measure that aims to eliminate every single case of coronavirus in the country of over a billion people. 
Now, again, this coming from China, got a feeling they're padding the numbers a little bit. It says just 48 cases were reported last Saturday compared to the recorded 6,000 cases in the state of California, home of the original Disneyland Park. Again, that is one of those things that when the information is coming out of China, I don't think we can really accept 100% of what they're saying. And then it says here that meanwhile, Disneyland in California and Walt Disney World in Florida have continued to increase capacity in their parks. Both parks require face coverings for all guests aged two and up in indoor areas, while masks remain optional in outdoor areas. The wife and I have been struggling with that because when we were looking at, like, we'll go on YouTube and we watch what the parks look like now. What's the social distancing measures? What does it look like with the masks and the things like that? And we've been to, as a family, we have been to Disneyland twice. I mean, I've been to Disneyland countless times in my lifetime. Same thing with Disney World. I think my wife went to Disney World when she was very little, so she doesn't remember a lot, and a lot has changed, obviously, because they're constantly updating these parks. And the one thing that we were kind of talking about is that if it's during the pandemic and they have these sort of, there's a cap on how many people they're allowing into the park and things like that, we would be cool with doing that in Disneyland because we've been there. So we don't feel like we're missing a whole lot, but there's a lot of these things where you talk about the parades and and you know getting to meet the characters and things like that that you really want to be able to experience as best as you can. Oh, snap, Tyler, that's something I need to do with you. I need to make you a uh um I need to make you a Moderator, so I can ban people. Like, yep. <laughs> um, spam. Yeah, I kind of have an update on this whole TikTok Tencent thing. If you want it, do it. Fire away. All right. So TikTok is owned by ByteDance, which is a Chinese company. Um, Tencent owned WeChat, which is a, another service that apparently was spying on Americans. So that was the one that was banned. They, the two stories kind of got squished together, but also Tencent owns a little bit of uh, uh, ByteDance. So it would be meh. interesting if Tencent was a subsidiary of like a business that Fifty Cent owned. Oh, that'd be great. Just throwing that out there. He owns ten percent of it, or okay. But anyway, well, so the deal. Well, if he's fifty, <laughs> it would be twenty percent. Oh yeah, math. You got to convert, <laughs> right? <laughs> but anyway, the deal with TikTok was that. American companies have four out of the five seats on ByteDance, but the fifth seat is held by the CEO of ByteDance. Okay. So it's still a Chinese company. It's still Chinese-owned, technically. Well, we're sticking on that China aspect here. China! China. It was interesting because this story is fairly old. This one's come from 2017. It says, Coco got all of its ghosts past China's superstition-hating censors. It's very timely right now, obviously, because with Dia de los Muertos just happening. And the article, this is from Forbes. Again, this is from four years ago. It says that China's Film Censorship Bureau surprised practically everyone recently when it authorized Pixar's newest animated feature, Coco, to release in Chinese theaters. As everyone who deals with or is affected by China's movie industry knows, ghosts are strictly forbidden in movies that appear on China's movie screens, TV broadcasts, and internet videos. It's right there in paragraph four of the censorship guidelines. 
So First you know who is afraid four. of those ghosts. It's China. It says, yeah, it says here, this is their guidelines. It says, showing contents of murder, violence, terror, ghosts, and the supernatural, distorting value, judgment between truth and lies, good and evil, beauty and ugliness, righteousness and unrighteousness, showing deliberate expressions of remorselessness in committing crimes. Man, how do any of our movies make it over there? Well, that's why our movies down over here are getting Suck. so much crappier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they could be shown in China. Yeah, you got a point. Where did I leave off? Uh, showing specific details of criminal behaviors. Exposing special investigation methods. Showing content which evokes excitement from murder, bloodiness, violence, drug abuse, and gambling. Showing scenes of mistreating prisoners. <laughs> this is coming from China, by the way. Torturing criminals or suspects, containing excessively horror scenes, dialogues, background music, and sound effects. Damn. So you can't show any of the things that happen in China in a movie. Apparently. No documentaries on China are allowed. <laughs> yeah. It says here that the censors have applied Paragraph 4's pro, uh, prohibition against ghosts to virtually eliminate spirits and supernatural elements from Chinese films and to ban such foreign movies, such as Frankenstein. They listed that as superstitious, strange, and unscientific. What? Uh, unscientific? <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, Crimson Peak, and here it is for you, Tyler, Ghostbusters. I mean, yeah, because they, they're afraid of ghosts. It makes it, sense. It goes on here to say that yet Coco, which is even more swarming with ghosts than Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest, somehow inexplicably sailed through the censorship review without even a single cut being required. The story that's circulating on the Chinese Internet is that before they saw Coco, the censors were prepared to ban it for all the obvious reasons. But when they saw the animated film, many of them were moved to tears by the story's warmth and its happy ending, where the young protagonist saves the day by ensuring that his ancestors are properly remembered and honored. They were moved enough to break their own rules and allow Coco to release in theaters across the country. I mean, I rig on China a lot, but that's kind of beautiful. <laughs> Franklin uh, joining us over in the Twitch chat says, China is the reason Marvel won't introduce Mephisto into the MCU, at least in his devil form. Yeah, it's quite interesting how money rules the world, huh? Next story here, HBO Max is the most downloaded streaming app in the United States in 2021. Now, here's my question. Is Don't you think a lot of that has to do with the fact that people already downloaded the other apps like they already had Netflix they already had Disney Plus they already had Hulu well let's find out and see if the story answers that question streaming app downloads are a rising tide growing by nearly 20% over the last year 2021 has seen more streaming apps down streaming app downloads than any other year in the third quarter and HBO Max has taken the lion's share of the growth that surge has helped, was helped by Amazon's recent dropping of over 5 million HBO Max accounts, which forced users to download the new app. Well, there you go. So 
Sergio brings in a question over on the Twitch chat. He says, why would China dictate Mephisto? Because they fork over tons of cash? Can't you just change that character out there? I mean, you could. And haven't they done that before? I've heard things like that. But, I mean, if he's a central character to the story, that would be kind of hard to do. Yeah, and it would be very pricey, I would imagine. Essentially making two movies. Well... Let's see that I'm gonna Google this here. Characters that were changed for China. Winnie the Pooh. Oh, here you go. I found this over on Screen Rant. This one actually comes. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> this one comes from Screen Rant, and it's a few years old. It's back in 2016, but it says here's 15 movies that made drastic changes for the Chinese audience. Iron Man three. The Mandarin had implications for the Chinese release of the film. Marvel Studios worried that an overtly Asian villain would be rejected by Chinese censors, causing the film to miss out on a lucrative release in mainland China. To combat this, the movie's version of the Mandarin bears little resemblance to the comic book villain. Yeah, he looked like Gandhi. I wonder why. Not only is the uh, character played by a white actor and imbued with vaguely Middle Eastern iconography... But the twist reveal part partway through the movie reveals removes any possibility that Chinese censors might take offense to it. Yeah, they kind of retconned that, didn't they? I think so. Look. Captain Hammer says that um, they did it with the news guy. There's they did it with the news guy in Zootopia. Zootopia actually, that's not just China. I think they had a different version for a for a whole bunch of different um, countries. Like, it just depended on where it was released. Zootopia, new scene. Oh, you go by country. Yeah, it would just depend on where that was being released. And it was a different news anchor. Uh, let me see here. For the United States, it was a moose. For Japan, it was a tanuki. For Australia, it was a koala. China, it was a panda. For the UK, it was a corgi. And for Brazil, it was a jaguar. So that was one of those ones where, just depending on where you were seeing the movie, you were going to see a different, a different news anchor. I mean, that's just a CGI thing, right? How, how long is he on the uh, screen for? I think it's just a quick... It, it, there's no central point there, so I think I think it's pretty quick. Ooh, here we have a Doctor Strange that was changed for Chinese audiences. It says, the movie that has probably stirred up the most controversy relating to conscious efforts to court China, Doctor Strange has proven a topic of much debate long before the release of the actual film. Decisions to cast Tilda Swinton as the uh, basically Celtic incarnation of the Ancient One typically a Tibetan character, alongside the choice to move Stephen Strange's place of spiritual enlightenment and training from Tibet to Nepal, have created significant controversy online from those who argue that Marvel Studios is whitewashing Strange's backstory to better appeal to the Chinese government. I mean, I don't think there's really any question about that, right? Like, that they're totally, they totally did that. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's a white lady from a Tibet? Yeah. Yeah. That's a the sovereignty of Tibet is a difficult topic and one which Marvel, no doubt, wants to stay as far away from as possible, but the studio's decision to entirely erase a geographical location and its people for fear of upsetting Chinese government 
doesn't sit so sit well with all audiences, making the Ancient One a Westerner. It seems is a small price to pay for a better chance of appealing to Chinese censors, as far as Marvel is concerned. Yeah, this uh, list here there's a whole bunch. They changed Skyfall, World War Z. Oh, Pixels! You know that hit that Adam Sandler did. Interestingly enough, they have Kung Fu Panda 3 in here because that was a movie, the original Kung Fu Panda. I had read a story that um, the Chinese government and the people of China were very welcoming of Kung Fu Panda. They thought it was actually a very good portrayal. And it says here, from the release of the first Kung Fu Panda movie, Chinese filmmakers have been thoroughly impressed with the series. The movie, which is incredibly faithful to Chinese lore, culture, and ideology, was the subject of meetings from the Chinese film board as movie professionals asked themselves why China hadn't managed to create such a high-quality cultural product itself. Maybe they needed Jack Black. Yeah, that's that was the key they were missing right there. <laughs> With Kung Fu Panda doing such a good job of representing China, it's no surprise that the movie series is hugely popular across the country, which has led financiers in the country to see the series as a worthwhile investment. The latest installment of the series, Kung Fu Panda 3, was the joint result of American DreamWorks and the new Oriental DreamWorks. Is that what it's actually called? Is that acceptable? Uh, I don't know. But it says here, will... Orient Oriental DreamWorks, it's a Chinese wing of the animation studio, which was responsible for much of the animation of the movie. Yeah, we're, we're never going to make it big in China after this today's stream <laughs> what are you talking about i love china china that's where i buy all my stuff <laughs> <laughs> not, not that you have a choice i know oh we'll get to some sports news here really quick we'll do a quick rundown of this <clears throat> aaron Rodgers. he ain't playing this weekend he has tested positive for covid19 and it was interesting because the NFL has considered Rodgers as unvaccinated since the start of the season. Sources confirmed to ESPN and as, a, and as first reported by NFL Network. Under league protocol, if Rodgers tests positive and is unvaccinated, he must quarantine for a minimum of 10 days and cannot return until November 13th at the earliest if he remains asymptomatic. So that's not even taking into the account that he might have symptoms. It says Rodgers, 37, had an alternate alternate treatment prior to the start of training camp and he then petitioned the NFL for that treatment to allow him to be considered the same as someone who received one of the approved vaccinations after a lengthy back and forth the league ruled that Rodgers would not get the same consideration and would be considered unvaccinated this was the conversation my mom and I had this morning because she has Aaron Rodgers on her fantasy football team and we were scraping the bottom of the bottom of the barrel there <laughs> trying to figure out who uh you know, who it is that we can get in her lineup there as a passable quarterback. Well, clearly your mother is a wise woman. <laughs> she had Derrick Henry, too, man. That was her go-to guy, man. Before the season started, before the draft, her and I were talking about it. And, I, you know, I'll check in and see, like, hey, do you have anybody that you have in mind for your fantasy team? She's like, yeah, I got a couple of people. She hasn't really done her research yet. And... She goes, but there's one guy that I'm definitely, that I'm going after. And so I asked her who that was. And of course, her immediate reaction was, well, I can't tell you. I don't want you to take him. And it was Derrick Henry, which, I mean, up until this, you can't, you can't predict the injuries. But up until then, it was the most brilliant call 
anybody in the league had made this year was drafting Derrick Henry because he certainly didn't go number one overall. I think she had the fourth or fifth pick. But she got Derrick Henry, man. Wise but unlucky woman. Yeah, and that's another that's another spot we're going to have to fill for her lineup here coming up. I mean, she's just riddled with injuries. Uh, George Kittle, Kareem Hunt, Calvin Ridley. Like, these are all guys that she has on her on her fantasy team. It was interesting, though, with Aaron Rodgers, though, because it says here the reigning NFL MVP said this past August that he was immunized when asked about his vaccination status. So he's kind of yeah, I'm kind of curious what uh, what he had, because I, I saw the the news conference where he said he was immunized and he talks about the vaccination. So I'm wondering what he had done that he thought should count as vaccination. Whatever his alternate uh, alternate um, treatment was, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean he clearly he, thought it was something. Yeah, did he go and see a shaman or what? Like, <laughs> um, and this is a horrible story. Henry Ruggs the third. He has been charged with DUI resulting in death. We have more details on that fatal car crash now. Something that Tyler and I were talking about is uh, like last night. When we were just kind of prepping the show, and Twitchy Twist can attest to this, as we were, uh, he was there with us, kind of hanging out, you know, over in Discord. And I feel like we need to have some sort of a palate cleanser when we do stories like this. And so there's an old video that I have. I haven't been able to actually record the audio. But it's an old video that I have. When I was uh, when I babysat the twins, and if you know my story at all, that's that, like that's so. Essentially, um, I left Florida in 2013. I moved back to Portland for a couple of years. I was working part time for a country station and working for um, Alpha Media USA, kind of as a like a just an everyday guy that 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 had multiple duties and tasks. I was like the Swiss Army knife essentially of the building. Um, and one of the things that I did to make some extra scratch was uh, I babysat the twins, Connor and Emery. And I have a video of Connor. And he's struggling. I'm going to try and cue, cue it up here because we get to this just god-awful Henry Ruggs the third story. It says here he was driving 156 miles per hour just seconds before the crash. says here, Ruggs had his initial court appearance on Wednesday on felony charges of driving under the influence of alcohol resulting in death and reckless driving that could get him up to 26 years in state prison if he is convicted. The Raiders did release Ruggs late Tuesday. It was just hours after the crash. Prosecutors said Ruggs was traveling 156 miles per hour two seconds before the crash and was at 127 miles per hour when the airbags deployed in his vehicle. Trying to see if there's any other further details here. It says that there was a request for a million dollar bail. Uh, I think it was eventually set at $150,000. There are some strict convictions uh, or conditions, including home refinement, electronic monitoring, no alcohol, no driving, and the surrender of Ruggs' passport. It goes on to say that his blood alcohol level was at 0.161, which is... 
just about twice the legal limit. And that obviously after the crash, he did show signs of impairment. So on that note, that's your Henry Ruggs update. Did you hear about his best friend? <laughs> like just to throw more fuel on this fire. Oh wait, hold on. You can't hear the audio on the thing. I'm playing the, the Connor the, the Connor clip. Hold on one sec. <laughs> Can we help you out? Right. So at least there we have something. That's a little bit of a palate cleanser. We'll get to that. That'll be a smoother transition next time. What were you saying, Tyler? Did you hear about his best friend? Like maybe I don't think I should bring it up now. <laughs> you played the palate cleanser. Um, no, go ahead and fire away. Just make it quick. So his best friend died in a car accident five years ago, going to a basketball tournament. That he he was sick, so he didn't go with him. Jesus. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, no, another quick story here, um, especially this is uh, for anybody with fantasy football. If you have Michael Thomas, he's out for the year. So if you've been holding on to him, if you drafted Michael Thomas of the Saints and you were hoping that eventually you're going to be able to get to have him in your lineup, uh, you will not because he sent out a message that he had a setback and he's now done for the season. And Odell Beckham Jr. was basically sent home. He was excused from the practice, and at this point, I got a feeling they're probably trying to trade him yesterday, and at this point, um, he's probably going to pop up and be a free agent. And um, I wonder who he's going to sign with. He just isn't the same player. Like, he had that one fantastic catch. He's had some good games, but, man, he has not been. He's not been what people had hoped for. And, of course, last night we got a World Series winner, the uh, Atlanta Braves. Completed the victory by defeating the Houston Astros seven to nothing. The Braves, man, if you look at this, is going to be one one for the ages when you look back and see what happened to them this season and how uh, they had injuries and they signed they they traded for people at the deadline and those are the guys that really stepped up like Eddie Rosario, former Minnesota Twin. Thanks, Twins. Good job, guys. Let him walk. He went to Cleveland. I think Cleveland ended up trading him to the Braves. Pretty dominating performance last night, so congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. It feels like it's 1995 all over again. Again, I'm telling you, when I was a kid, that's all I did during the summers. You'd pop on either WGN or TBS, and you had either the Braves, the Cubs, or the White Sox playing. All right, Tyler, are you just about ready here for our uh, Fast Five? Five Fast Questions. Five, five Fast. God damn it. See, I knew I was going to screw that up, man. I knew that. I, I, I absolutely knew that I was going to uh, to screw that up. I've got a, I got a music bed ready to roll. And then Tyler's going to fire off these questions. So these are five questions here. But I'm going to play the music here. You're getting ready to roll here. we got to figure out a way that you're able to see, hear my, my computer sounds, by the way. I need to set that up here in Discord so it's not just the microphone. So you can actually hear everything. Maybe I'll have to screen share with you so you can actually see what's going on. But here we go. Tell me when, and I'm just going to write these off. <laughs> like right there, it was already playing. <laughs> oh, geez, see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for five fast questions. Tyler Savrett, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? On your birthday, are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. All right. These questions were found over on Reddit. Tyler's going to fire away the questions, and I'm going to answer them as quickly as I can. Tyler, fire away. What is your advice to other men? Don't be a dick. 
Number two, what's the best thing to say to someone who says, fuck you? Thank you. Number three, if your penis made a sound every time it got hard, what would you want the sound to be? Shazam! Number four, what is your best example of buy it before you need it? Either a gun or a condom, both of which could save a life. What is the dumbest thing someone has said with full confidence? One more time. What is the dumbest thing someone has said with full confidence? Trump won. And there's five fast questions. We'll smooth out those, uh, smooth out that crap a little bit later. <laughs> Need like a checkered plague or something. <laughs> I, like think it's, I, think, play, I, guess, well, yeah. I think essentially what we're going to need to do is I need to screen share with you so that you can hear the audio and see everything else that's kind of going on here over in Discord. And then you'll be able to keep like freshly up to date on um, like what's going on in the chat so you're not having to sit there and watch it. But I figure the thing that we'll do here is we got the five fast questions. We could do a little bit deeper of a dive into some of these. Number one was, men have read it. What, are your, what is your advice to other men? My answer was, don't be a dick. Twitchy Twist says, the penis sound for me would be the that bomb that Boba drops on the TIE Fighters. That's fucking good. <laughs> or that sound that, um, God, what was it? Uh, the one that, that, that Inception kind of they used it in that movie, and then like it's now done in every movie and every trailer. You guys know what sound I'm talking about. So somebody over on Reddit here says, uh, what's your advice to other men? The top answer was, try being open with your emotions and receptive to others about theirs. Yeah, that's right in line with mine. Don't be a dick. Tyler, if you had advice for men, what would be yours? Hmm, if I had advice for other men, I would say... I don't know. Um, be kind to your mother. That's pretty good advice. I take that I hope advice. She's watching because yes, my mom's an amazing human being. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you appreciate mothers as much, especially when you're a teenager. Oh no, I've but apologized profusely over the past few years, especially since I've become a dad. Where I'm like, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm really sorry. I put you through hell. Like, I, I apologize for just the complete piece of human garbage I was for so many years, man. Next question was, what's the best thing to say to someone who says, fuck you? What would you say to them, Tyler? I would probably say, fuck you, too. And then I'd be like, hey, we just had oral sex. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Somebody here said the top answer on Reddit was, when somebody says fuck you, they would respond with, you have something in your teeth. <laughs> that's that's good. I thought that was pretty well done. Uh, the next uh, next one here. If your penis made a sound every time it got hard, what would you want that sound to be? Tyler? Cheers and applause. Oh, there you go. I think I actually have some cheers and applause here so we can make it very awkward for people. Um, this is... Oh, here you go. You get a golf clap. Then you know the sound that you don't want to hear. It's people, people laughing at you there. It's the one thh. thing you don't want. 
The top answer over on Reddit was actually really hilarious. It was the PS1 startup sound. <laughs> oh, Captain Hammer! God, I just thought of that one too. He just put in there that it would be the THX theater noise. Ah. Oh. Now the one that's like, whoa, not the one where the dude, uh, like, right before it, where he takes the little can of the cows and he tips it over and you get the, the moos everywhere. <laughs> that's fun. Uh, Rufus will put a pin in that that you put over in the Twitch chat. He's, he's brought up something about QAnon. We'll get to that here in a second. Let's get through these questions, though. What is the best example of buy it before you need it? I said a gun or a condom. Tyler, if you what's something to buy it before you need it? So I said coffin, but I mean graveyard pot makes more sense. There you go. Master of Puppets says the uh, lightsaber sound would be a fantastic one for when you were around. May the Schwartz be witches. There you go. I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. And what is the dumbest thing someone has said with full confidence? My answer was Trump won. Tyler? The dumbest thing someone has said with full confidence. Uh, I can do that better than you. Somebody here over on Reddit said, not sure if this counts, but one time my little brother walked up to me and awkwardly asked, is the cat dead? As he held out our cat that was purring. So clearly it was dead. All right, so we'll jump back over to the Twitch chat here where Rufus says, did you see that QAnon said that JFK Jr. was going to come back and show himself at the grassy knoll? So a group of 200 or so people showed up to watch and JFK's Jr. did not show. Yeah, man, I still... I saw all the memes. Of, what was the group in Parks and Rec that would constantly say that the the oh, end of the world was coming? And they had a pizza party. And and uh, Ron Swanson would sell them the the flutes. Yeah. And he would he would gladly take checks because they were like, oh, you don't have to worry about it because you know the world's coming to an end anyway. And then he would go cash the checks. Um. Who would it be? Parks and Rec Cult, I think. Uh, it's actually, the episode is called End of the World. Zorp the Surveyor. <laughs> and it was the the Reasonableists. Yeah, I saw all those memes pop up yesterday that were in reference to that, the QAnon thing saying that JFK Jr. was coming back. I'm surprised there's only 200 people. Well, to be completely honest, if you're following QAnon, you probably don't have the most uh, expendable income to travel. Oh, so fair point. Probably one of those things where you're just going to hop online and hopefully you know watch it on a live stream or something like that. I'm telling you, if you guys haven't seen the QAnon um, HBO documentary, God, you can you'll watch that and you're going to be like, I can't believe these people. Q into the storm is the name of the documentary. Check it out. Watch it. It's it's absolutely fascinating. And it just goes to show you, just because something's written on the internet does not mean it's true, folks. Not really sure how I need to how I need to explain that. But of course, as frustrating as it might be when we see things like QAnon and Trump won and stuff like that, and I'm not, you know, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, first of all, if you're a Republican, Trump shouldn't be your guy. He's not a Republican. It's not even close. 
But if we didn't have these people, we wouldn't get Jordan Klepper. I mean, we probably would, but because Jordan Klepper is brilliant. Have you ever watched his stuff, Tyler? I have not. Oh, I got to share some of that stuff with you. Jordan Klepper, he would go to the to the MAGA rallies and he would, you know, talking to these people. And it's hilarious because this one person would be like, I think Joe Biden is out there dividing the country. He's pitting each side against each other when we need to come together. And the dude's wearing a shirt of Trump giving the double birds. And it says one for Joe and one for uh, Kamala. Yes, Sergio says, oh, that sounds interesting. Cue into the storm. Yeah, check it out on HBO, man. It go, like You watch that and you're, you'll be like, I can't believe that people still believe this crap because it's totally this dude and his son. <laughs> like, They're the ones that are doing this stuff, man. You think they're just trolling people? Because some of the point, stuff they come up with is yeah. just... I just I, I think they're just trying to see what they can do. Like it's 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 mind-boggling to me. But you know, it, hey, it takes all different kinds to make the world go around, man. Frank says, "Remember the early days of the internet when UFOs and ghost sites were the fringe?" Yeah. I also thought I ate eight spiders a year while I was asleep. <laughs> Yeah, I still go back to the quicksand is everywhere. And that was before the internet was really huge. Yeah. That was just in movies. I just wanted to look up early internet lies. It's just, it, it, it just, it never ceases to amaze me how it, this would happen every year. I think this has finally gotten phased out, but you would always see that satirical story about the old man dying in the haunted house at Halloween time, people would share that because it was like, oh, and he was left there for three days because people thought he was a part of the decorations. I would see that pop up every damn year. I mean, every damn year. And it's at what point do you realize just clicking the share button because you think something is true is highly detrimental to us as a society. Again, like with what Padilla was saying earlier, I have no problems looking into it. But the problem is, like with, with, with Padilla, you've been wrong a lot about things where you're making stuff up because you saw it on Breitbart. Like, let's do some actual research. Just saying, go, just look into it. Do your research. Shit, I could create a blog that says anything I wanted to. Let's do that, Tyler. Let's create a blog. Uh, I am in if you're in. And we'll just if start you... <clears throat> making stuff up. Hey, if you do all the work, I am in. And the website will be called letsgobrandon.com. Hey, perfect. Right? That's got to be taken already. <laughs> I, oh, dude, it has to be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we, yeah, I got to look that up. Let's go. Have to pay a couple million dollars to get that domain. Oh, for Christ's sakes. Captain Hammer says he'll throw in some articles. Yeah. Um, I'm not seeing a let's go brandon.com. But then again, I don't like to type just random ass. Sergio says that blog is called Snopes. Snopes actually does their research. 
Captain Hammer says it's got to be let's go Brandon.us. We got to make it real American. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Again, if you're sitting there getting bent out of shape because you think I'm like pro left, pro Joe Biden, and I hate Republicans, it's that's the furthest thing from the truth. I try to be right in the middle of everything because both sides are just filled with morons. And if you can't find the comedy in it, you're going to drive yourself nuts, man. I mean, I get that it can be scary because if one side gets too much power, or if one side uh, starts to develop too much, it can be a pretty scary proposition. But yeah, I worked in politics for five years. It's it's garbage, garbage in garbage. I learned that yesterday about Tyler, and that blew my mind. How did you get into that, by the way? How did I get into it? Yeah, how did you get into how did you get into the whole political thing? Well, I I went I went to college for history and I always wanted to be in politics, so I volunteered for a campaign, worked my ass off, and got hired. Can you share whose campaign you worked on? Gary Buys, one of the only reasonable legislators I think on the planet. Gary Buys, how do you spell that? G A R E Y, and his last name is B I E S. Gary Buys. Yes, we were we introduced legislation for police-involved shootings where. The investigating department had to be from the outside. So, like, departments couldn't investigate themselves. That was his big piece, big legislation. Sergio says, if letsgobrandon.com is not taken, I'm making a purchase right now. Let's do this. We're going to create the website. We'll do letsgobrandon.com. Nice. We're going to take that shit back, man. It's funny because uh, uh, my buddy Richie, who runs the Krav Maga studio over here in West El Paso, he would show me some of the comments and things that he gets when they would post things on Instagram or they would post things on uh, YouTube. And this goes to show you just how stupid the other side is. Because when they would see the name Krav Maga, M-A-G-A, they assumed it was Krav Maga. <laughs> swear to God, I swear to God. Like, he showed me the stuff that he would, he, like, he would get sent to him and it was bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Krav Maga sounds like some sort of seafood platter to me. Like, would, uh, that go, would that go in our seafood restaurant uh, pool of yeah. names there? Krav Maga? Krav Maga. Yeah, did you go to the Krav Maga? Get some, <laughs> uh, get some shrimp? Oh, man, it's going to make me want to go to... Uh... Like, we don't have a Joe's Crab Shack here in El Paso, but we have other seafood joints that are very similar, and one of them is the... Crab Station Oyster Bar. It's over here on the west side. Oh, so good. Took the wife there, man. Mm. Damn. The wife now enjoys oysters, which kind of shocked me because my dad made them when we were visiting him over at the coast in Oregon. And uh, he really puts the time in. Like, they're good. They're really good. And we've tried them other places. We tried them there. We tried them. uh, um, There's a place called... I think it was Salt Trader near the hotel where we stay in Round Rock. And she'll still eat them, but she's like, yeah, they're just, it's not the same as your dad's, man. Of course, the view has a little bit to do with it as well, but he really puts the time in to, to get those oysters. Just wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. All right, final topic for today here on this Wednesday, November 3rd. What's a cool fact you think others should know? Do you have anything off the top of your head, Tyler, that you wanted to, to bring up on this topic? Or no, I didn't. I did not put in as much thought into that question as I should have. I, I got nothing. 
Well, over on Reddit. So, again, if you guys are here on the Twitch stream, if you guys want to chime in on the chat, feel free to let us know. What are, uh, what are some cool facts that you think other people should know? And, of course, if you're tuned into the podcast, you know, shoot me a message. It says here, human's ability to smell petrichor. The smell of wet earth from rain is greater than a shark's ability to smell blood in water. That is pretty cool. Yeah, you can. That's now that I think about it, that's def, that doesn't surprise me at all. Because you you think about like you can you can tell when it either just rained or it's getting ready to rain. Oh, here's one I just looked up. Roosters have built-in earplugs, which explains a lot. Interesting. How do you get some of that? Some rooster earplugs? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, kill a rooster and steal its earplugs? Captain Hammer says, uh, well, I'm just talking about, like, built-in earplugs. So, like, when my kid's shrieking and, or throwing a fit or... Just in general, being loud when I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, I getcha. So researchers found that when a rooster opens its beak to crow, its external auditory canals close off, preventing sound from coming in and doing any damage. So those jerks. (laughs) (laughs) They're not even going through the crap we have to go through. Nah, they're like, eh, crowing, no big deal. I don't know what you people are complaining about. Captain Hammer says, Heinz 57 doesn't refer to the varieties. Henry Heinz just liked the numbers. Twitchy Twist says, you can still ejaculate even after a vasectomy. Yeah, it, it, it's, yeah that's a, it doesn't get rid of, um, you know, the stuff. Yeah, just the sperm just, doesn't get mixed yeah. in with all the other grossness. I mean, quite fr- you could still get somebody pregnant after a vasectomy because they're not, they're not 100% um, reliable. Well, I mean, if it takes, you can't get somebody. But, yeah, if it doesn't take. And generally, you don't find out until it's too late. Yep. But then you get to sue your doctor. So, you know, kind of works out. Twitchy Twist says llamas can eat cacti even with the thorns. Interesting. Somebody over on Reddit said that the patent for the fire hydrant was lost in a fire. Well, that's just ironic. Somebody else over on Reddit says muscles do not develop the same in everyone and their exact origins insertions can differ between people. In some, the biceps have three or more heads as opposed to the normal two. Some muscles are entirely absent Interesting. Dude, check this out. All polar bears are left-handed. There was also one that we did on the morning show a while back about polar bears, and their hair isn't actually white, it's transparent. And I remember that one specifically because that was one where Buzz is like, you know, I do my diligent research and I make sure that these are actually facts. And when he said that one, everybody else was like, bullshit. Like, no, come on, man. There's no way. And I guess that that one is an actual fact. Oh, well, turns out the the thing about them being left-handed isn't. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not an actual fact? 
No, not an actual interesting fact. It would be an interesting fact. If it it were would real. be if it were true, yes. Twitchy Twist says actually camels were the ones that can eat cacti, not llamas. That makes more sense. Somebody else here says if you find a four-leaf clover, there's a good chance you'll find more not too far away. Oh, that's interesting. And the re response to that says appropriate metaphor for luck. Yeah, maybe so you find one and you're just... Now you're just lucky, so now you're going to find more, of course. Somebody else over here on Reddit says that Eugene Aldrin, the father of the famous moon landing astronaut Buzz Aldrin. I mean, if, if you really think we landed on the moon, I mean, let's be completely honest here. It was all done in a studio in Hollywood, right? But it says here I that... Mean... <laughs> It says here that That's kinda, that, is that a QAnon theory or? Oh god, I don't know. It's I mean, it's just it's the same crap. It's people who just don't want to believe. It's it's it, the things that people believe on the internet is the strangest thing to me. Where somebody will say, "Well, CNN's fake news because they missed this story or they didn't get this right." I like to look at it the way that I would look at, um, let's say, a designated hitter for a team. You go 9 out of 10, you're batting 900. That's really freaking good. I'm going to trust the guy that's going 9 out of 10. But then you go to these other websites where it's like a Breitbart or something like that that tends to be more obscure, and they kind of bend the truth a little bit, and they're, going, they're batting 2 out of 10. Sorry, I'm not going to trust that website at all. But the problem is you have these people who they are. It's, I mean, it's confirmation bias. That's all it is. It's, it's, they, they're trying to find information that's going to back up things that they already believe. And if that one, that the 9 out of 10 hitter missed, the 2 out of 10 hitter hits, oh, that's proof right there. That's proof. That's proof. It's all fake news. The media's out to get us. Oh, shut up. Yeah, I don't know. When CNN doubled down on uh, Joe Rogan taking horse to wormer, that kind of ruined them for me. Well, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, CNN certainly has their issues, and there's, there's certain things that go on there that that you can tell. But then again, the thing that people seem to miss, and this goes for all of them, whether it's CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, um, I mean, you name it, it's a money industry. They're going to do whatever they can to, to generate the most money. That's it. I believe it used to be the fact that they, there was a half an hour newscast a night and that they weren't allowed to advertise because they didn't want money to dictate the news. Now look at where we are. Hell, that's the only reason that... Um, uh, OAN exists is because they were like, hey, there's a there's a hole fill, to fill here because Fox News isn't far enough to the right for these lunatics. So we need to put something out there that they can watch and sit and get angry at the TV and agree with. Ah, and see, Franklin, Franklin knows what's up in the Twitch chat. He says, well, I saw a documentary about Abraham Lincoln. Did you know that he was a vampire hunter? I did. They even did uh, pictures in the book. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, where they put, um, uh, like, shotguns and stuff with him. Like, it's an actual picture of Abraham Lincoln, but they doctored it to make it look like, oh, this is what he actually had. Uh, I saw that documentary, yeah. and Margaret, Margaret Todd was hot, man. <laughs> Rufus says, uh, do you have your hands tied for what you could report by corporate when you worked at KLAQ. I mean, my hands aren't tied, but why would I... I've moved on. Like, I don't really care. 
And anything that I ever had to say about him, it's, it's I've said previously. I, I mean, if, think if you, what the question is, when you worked there, were there new stories that you couldn't do, that you wanted to do? Oh, 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 no. And that was something that people always brought up, where they're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be fake news because, you know, corporate's telling you guys to do this. No, they, they could not fucking care less. As long as we were getting decent ratings and, and um, like, we weren't, like, dude, we bashed corporate on the air. Like, if there was any, and they, they would email us, like, look, we know we can be, we know we're the bad guys, go right ahead. So I did. But no, there was nothing off limits. Um, there was a few stories that they would break, especially local stories and things like that. And we were like, we need to write an article about this. But we aren't reporters there. Like, don't kid yourself. If you follow their websites, like KLAQ.com and stuff like that, they're not reporters. Okay? It's a lot of copy and paste getting from actual news reporters that work for like KVIA and stuff like that here locally in El Paso. Um, so don't kid yourself into thinking that you're getting like, you know, groundbreaking information that's coming from there. But there were some times where rumors would be flying and somebody was like, I want to put this up and that, that would get shot down because it was a rumor. Like we couldn't put up something that wasn't true. So, I mean, I think out of the whole grand scheme of things, that was it. But people would always be like, it's liberal media and Buzz is being told what to say. And it's this and this and this. No, it's not, it's not even close to the truth. <laughs> Rufus it, says, I, I haven't listened since you left. Just curious, though. I haven't listened either. That's is Mary Todd. I said Margaret Todd. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> oh, going back to this one here. Um, it was, uh, so Eugene Aldrin, the father of the famous moon landing astronaut Buzz Aldrin, not only witnessed the Wright brothers' first flight, but also went to see his son land on the moon in his lifespan. So stop and think about that. Dude's old. That's how quickly flight, you know. Yeah, actually, he's not that old, is he? Yeah. So that said the first flight? Yeah, he, so it says here that his dad, Eugene Aldrin, he witnessed the Wright brothers' first flight. He also witnessed his son landing on the moon. So that all of that happened in his lifetime. Like, that's how quickly the technology of flight advanced. Yeah, so 1903, December 17th, 1903, the Wright brothers' first powered flight. And then we landed on the moon in 1969. If you want to yep. believe it, personally, I think it's all a bunch of horse pucky. Why we got to worry about the moon? We should need to focus on the borders here, all right? <laughs> well, we went to the moon, found out it wasn't made of cheese and haven't been back since, so. That's true. What a wasted trip. There's another one on here that says dogs that are slightly underweight live an average of two years longer than dogs that are slightly overweight. So don't overfeed your dog. Make sure you get them out for a walk. Yeah, that's like 14 years. Dog. All right. I don't know if I 100% trust this one or not, but this will be the final fact. If there's anything you guys still want to bring up in the Twitch chat, this one has to do with space. Like Twitchy Twist says, I love space. Sergio says, same. I'm fascinated by space and string theory. So this person here over on Reddit says, there was a phantom poop on an Apollo mission. A poop flo floating around that none of the astronauts said was theirs. I are mean, they sure it wasn't a, are they sure it wasn't a baby Ruth? 
Yeah. I mean, I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. Today we could do a DNA test on it. I don't think they had that back then. Oh, man. Other people are commenting on this one. It says, I'm not in a position to look them up at the moment, but the transcript of the conversation is amazing. Oh, and you can find it. They have it at, at uh, NASA.gov, apparently, a transcript. It's in a PDF file. Yeah, Twitchy uh, Twist says, I miss Sonny being on Netflix. Yeah, there it is. Who pooped the bed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Frank says, uh, definitely a Snickers bar over in the Twitch chat. Oh, here's a doozy for you. This I'll, I'll make this one a question for you, Tyler, here before we wrap things up. Oh, boy. Actually, you know what? I got my game show music, so let me, uh, let's go ahead and turn that down. Let's... And as we wrap up this stream here, we have Tyler Savret. Happy birthday, Tyler. Oh, thank you. Everybody make Go sure up. you're wishing him a happy birthday today. If you want to get me something, share the stream. Follow, subscribe, do all the things, hit that notification bell. Yeah, let's get those numbers up here for the uh, for the old stream that Tyler is uh, helping out on. Busting his ass, if you will. So this question here. What was the first movie released on DVD? It's got to be a porno. It's not. Oh. <laughs> first movie released on DVD. The first um, movie released on DVD. I don't even know what year that would have been. Um, It says here, this movie was pressed and released for sale in DVD format on March 25th, 1997. Was it a new movie or was it an old movie? Like it was a, movie a new movie. Yeah, it was a new movie. Okay, what year in school was I in 1997? And I would say it was a pretty big movie. Was that Titanic? Was that around that time? or? I think Titanic came after that. We are getting some people guessing in the Twitch chat. Captain Hammer says, Speed, it was not Speed. Let's uh, give me some help here. I'm trying to think. Let me. Um, I'll give you who was in the movie, but I don't want to. I don't want to give you the like the big names. Um, gosh, who should I pick out of all these? Philip Seymour Hoffman was in it. Philip Seymour Hoffman. And back in 1997? 1997. So I get the movie, I think, would have come out in 96 because it says it was pressed for release on DVD in March of 97. So the movie would have been, I think, 96. Let me double check here. But he wasn't one of the main characters. He No, he was one of the side characters, yes. Mission Impossible? Was he? I don't think he, he was. He was in uh, one of the later ones. Yeah, I think that was later. Um, Twister? Was he in Twister? Oh, nailed it! Thank you, Mass of Puppets. Master of Puppets, I'm assuming. It was Twister! Helen Hunt, Bill Paxton, Carrie Elways, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Alan Ruck, Jamie Gertz. These were all the people that were in the movie Twister, and that was the first movie that was ever 
released on DVD. Now, yeah, interesting see, if you had side said note, Helen Hunt, Bill Paxton, I would have got it like immediately. Yes, yes, I had to pick one of the side the side uh, people there. But then somebody commented on this one that says that the, the, they have the movie that had the DVD format outsell VHS for the first time, and that was The Matrix. Definitely so, had that on DVD. God, I'm trying to think of what my first DVD was. I remember I owned Phantom Menace on VHS. So that shows you how long ago VHS was still around. But congratulations. Happy birthday to Tyler. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, in the chat for wishing me happy birthday. 76 today. He's turning 21 years old. He's going to go to the bars tonight. He's going to go do some clubbing. He's going to get wasted. All right, so tomorrow we're going to try to hop on the stream. I think I'm going to, we're going to hold off on Wildermyth for tomorrow. I think we're going to play some probably Red Dead Redemption tomorrow, 6 p.m. Mountain Time right here. You've got to finish it off. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's dangerously close, especially after Tyler shared that video that somebody had pieced together of what that looks like. So we'll definitely have to uh, throw down some Red Dead Redemption 2 tomorrow. Um... Make sure you're liking, subscribing, share the videos. Hey, and if you can, wherever you check out your podcasts, whether it's Apple or whatever, just go download the episodes. You don't even have to listen to them. Just download them and delete them. So I think we get credit for that. <laughs> Jeez. Just pad the hell out of those numbers, man. It's like right. when you it's like when you would like soup up a baseball player in, you know, MLB the show. And your guy would go yard like pretty much every single time. And when he didn't go yard, you could steal every base. So on that note, you guys have yourselves a fantastic Wednesday. A big happy birthday to Tyler. And uh, we'll call that a wrap. Like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Have yourselves a fantastic Wednesday. Love y'all. Bye.